Could I ask you just one question, though? What is it that is exactly the same about every single vacation you have ever taken? I give up. You? You're the same. No matter where you go, there you are. It's always the same old you. Let me suggest that you take a vacation from yourself. And I know, it sounds wild. It is the latest thing in travel. We call it the ego trip. No, I'm not interested in that. You're going to love this, Doug. We offer you a choice of alternate identities during your trip. I'm Face it, why go to Mars as a tourist when you can go as a playboy or a famous jock or... Secret agent. How much is that? Ah, let me tantalize you. You are a top operative, back under deep cover on your most important mission. People are trying to kill you left and right. You meet this beautiful, exotic woman. Come on. I don't want to spoil it for you, Doug, but you rest assured by the time the trip is over, you get the girl, kill the bad guys, and save the entire planet. Now you tell me, isn't that worth a measly 300 credits? What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Regiment Movie Podcast, the podcast where everything is connected. I'm your host, Jacob Thompson, and joining me is my co-host, friend, and the person most likely to steal a random suitcase lying on the street, Alex Perkins. Perk, how are you doing tonight? I'm well, uh, and yes, that's my part-time job. I mm-hmm. just grab suitcases at the airport and sell whatever's inside. Yeah, it's not a bad gig. I, I was... <laughs> It did make me laugh this way. That that woman was like not giving it up, man. Like she, no, she, she grabbed it and she's like, "No, this is mine now. You're not having it." I kind of want to. I kind of want to see the movie where she finds the briefcase and, mm. and she goes she to has Mars. The conversation, yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Um, welcome back to the show, everyone. Uh, like I said, this is the Red Shoe Week podcast, where every week Perk and I review a movie that was connected to the last one we watched. Um, if you like our show, you can watch it or listen to it every Friday morning, or we post it. And, uh, yeah, if you like it, tell your friends about it. But last week, we watched the Scorsese epic Casino, and we decided, hey, Sharon Stone, we like her. Let's, let's see her in another movie. So we went over to Total Recall. And uh, I tell you what, Burke, if I, if I was in this movie and they planted Sharon Stone as my wife, I would never have figured anything out. I would have been like, <laughs> I'm happy. You know, I'm good. See, uh, I would. I would have figured it out because I've been like, nope, this is not realistic. <laughs> that's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this week we are talking about Total Recall starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Perk, why don't you intro it for us? Uh, okay, so uh, Total Recall is a 1990 joint directed by, I think it's Paul Verhoeven, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, and he plays a just a guy, but it turns out that he's just a guy who had his memory wiped, and he has a mission, and he's got to go to mars and and save the world mm-hmm. um or did he actually do those <clears throat> things or or was it all a dream mm-hmm. my favorite end to every movie <laughs> um yeah so i just i glanced at the fun facts and the one was that arnold saw michael ironside on his phone between takes all the time and he said yo what's up uh, and he was talking to his sister who was struggling with cancer. Mm. And so, like, at that point, Arnold was like, nope, we're going. And they went to a trailer and had, like, a several-hour-long discussion on good exercises and good things to eat and all, all just tips to help her feel better. And, mm. uh, yeah, you know, good guy Arnie. We love yeah. to see it. We love to see it. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, See, so let's get into it. Perk, if I may go first on this. Please, please do. So, I, I mentioned last week that I've seen the remake of Total Recall starring Colin Farrell. Okay. Barely remember anything about it. I remember it has to do with memory stuff, and there was a woman who flashed three boobs in it. I'm like, okay. That's all I remember. Gotcha. Coming into this movie, what I heard about it is that I knew the practical, or just the, the special effects were like pretty well known. Um, mm-hmm. So I was really excited to watch those. I sit down and I watch this movie, Perk, and I tell you what, I freaking loved it. <laughs> I love this movie. Like, I, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Like, all right, all right. The, the mind fuck of it all at the end, like, I'm still, like, de- I've been debating my head for the last two days what was real and what wasn't real. Um, but this movie is weird as shit. Like, the sci-fi is so weird and it's super ambitious, but I think it works. And the pre- the effects are insane. Like, they are so good for the time. Like, I was so impressed by all the effects in this movie. Um, save maybe a couple. Like, the nose pulling. I'm like, okay, noses do not stretch. <laughs> yeah. Like, not so much. But, like... Man, I love this movie. I, I couldn't get enough of it, man. I absolutely loved it. Um, so I uh, will start off with my only real main gripe, uh, and I will try not to be hyperbolic. Mm-hmm. I think this movie has the worst acting of any major <laughs> motion picture I've ever seen. Um, all of all of the acting. All of it. Not even just Arnold. Arnold's pretty bad. Is, but, like, is everything else is dreadful. Fine. It is... No, it is dreadful. Sharon Stone. It is, good. like... No, she's not. She's yeah, she goofy is. as hell, and she's <laughs> got canned one-liners and super hammy. And, no, I, I will throw in... Uh, I think the actress who played Melina did a mm. good job. Okay. I think she, she is the one member of this cast that wasn't just terrible. <laughs> But, okay, but, 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 but really sorry to, to uh, wind right. that all back. Yeah, I liked it a lot, uh, yeah. and I think uh, mainly what carries it is it's a super super interesting premise, mm-hmm. um, like amazing story, super interesting to follow, uh, and I thought the practical effects were amazing, fantastic. Uh, special effects, some of them were a little lacking. Mm-hmm. It's kind it's kind of a you know. It just shows that it's a movie from the early 90s, but, yeah. I mean, Star Wars came out, like, 15 years before this movie or something, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, so here's what I want to say about the acting thing. If it is all a dream, the bad acting kind of makes sense. Like, you could make the argument that if the entire thing is a memory put in by Recall, that the bad acting would fit in Because, like... The, okay, the one that I mean, there's so many terrible one-liners in this movie, right? But that's like an Arnold yes. thing. But like yeah, when yeah. he rips Richter's arm off when he like the elevator thing, and he goes, "See you at the party, Richter," and throws the arms. I'm like, this dude's a sociopath. This dude is a man. His arm ripped off, and he's like, "Ah, it's Tuesday," you know. But yeah. <clears throat> so when he said, "See you at the party, Richter," I yeah. audibly went, "No, <laughs> no, stop it!" But for if it's a memory, I mean, it's all just him playing as like a. a secret agent or whatever a spy like it kind of makes sense i think you're doing them a favor but whatever (laughs) i'll buy it but yeah like arnold like i love the guy to death but he cannot show emotion for the life of him dude like he and maybe it is because english isn't his first language he just cannot convey any emotion um but he is good at doing the big guy buff action stuff right oh yeah definitely Um, so yeah i don't know like maybe that's just me wanting to like think of a way to rationalize the bad acting but 
the yeah the story is batshit insane and it, i loved it man like the, you, the there's three the triple twist in this movie the first twist is like you know like you have a recall and like oh he was actually a spy the whole time you know like in yeah. reality he was a spy and then right. i'm like okay okay kind of like i kind of figured something like would happen because i knew the premise of the movie generally then you get the second twist which is they go to the hotel to try to you know trap him like oh you're actually in recall just lie down take this pill and you know you'll wake up and i'm like no nah, 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 i'm not falling for this shit you know they're, they're trying to scheme yeah, him yeah. right but then you get the third twist that hauser was behind the whole thing and i'm like i did not see that coming you got me there so it's like man, I, uh, I loved it i think you're forgetting about the fourth twist which i'm sure you did see coming uh, <laughs> that benny was a bad guy oh, i no. actually i actually didn't see that coming <clears throat> because when he Maybe, I don't know. When he showed, like, his alien arm or his mutant arm. Yeah. I thought it had, like, three fingers, which I thought was the same shape as the button on the reactor. So I thought he was going to be half the, he was going to have to be the person to, like, press the button. So that's, that's where my head was going. But honestly, I didn't see that coming. I love Benny. He has five kids to feed. I'm like, this is a good guy. You know? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I Once again, the acting was terrible. Um... <laughs> No, no hate on the guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but just <laughs> dreadful acting. Um, the uh, yeah, I, I suppose I I ha- I saw that one coming a little bit, but they did throw me off when, for whatever reason, uh, he didn't just kill Quato immediately upon seeing him. Mm. He waited until they got to an airlock and then was like, "Ha ha!" I, I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. this movie is another one where, like, if you sit here and pick at it, it will just well, fall to pieces. I don't know though, man, because like I was like for most of the movie, I'm like, why didn't they just kill Arnold's character? Like, if he has all this information that they need, like, why would they not just kill him? But then I realized, like, oh, they're trying to get the Quato. But then even after that, I'm like, why? Why is he still alive? And it's like, oh, he wants his best friend back. Like, Hauser wants his body. I'm like, that's actually really cool. Like, they plan this entire thing. To, like, use his body, but then also, they're like, we want to get it back at the end. Like, they want to have their cake and eat it, too. Which I think that, and that was, like, the cockiness that made their plan fail. But, like, I don't know, man. I, I thought it was really cool. And then, like, some of the mutant designs were just really, really weird. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you could tell they were very proud of that triple boob prosthetic because they just kept showing it. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a good one. And then she just gets clapped. Yeah, well, which was, that was, like, brutal, man. I did not see that coming. Yeah. Like, they were like, yeah, we're shooting up this whole place. Like, fuck you guys. Um, which, yeah, also, like, the violence in this movie is pretty brutal. And, like, I haven't seen it RoboCop, is. but I, I know I've heard about RoboCop, and I, it's the same director, so, like, it tracks. But, like, <laughs> dude, the scene where Arnold's running away from them near the beginning, and they're on the escalator, like, running through the people in the escalator... And then the, the, one guy the gets meat shot. shield guy, the meat shield that just keeps getting fucked up. Like it's, it almost becomes like funny at some point with yeah, all the bio. It, it's like it's almost like Tarantino level of like comedic action. Yeah, which like I was, and again, it's like this is wild. But at the end, it's like okay, but if it was all a dream, it also kind of makes sense. Yeah, I and suppose. there is there is so many like hints that it could have been like when he's first sitting down the chair. Um, they're the two scientists, the, the female scientists and the male scientists that are, like, setting them up. And the guy grabs the tape. He's like, oh, Blue Sky on Mars? That's new. How's this movie end? Blue Sky on Mars. Like, everything they say I is going to happen. That. Everything they say. That. And they, she's like, oh, you want an alien pack? He's like, oh, two-headed aliens. That's crazy. Who's a two-headed alien? Fucking Quattro and with the guy he was attached to. Yeah. Like, they, they tell you everything that's going to happen in this movie. And I was still surprised. <laughs> like, 
It's um, oh yeah the um the big one for me that did it was like the the twist that Hauser was not a good guy. Yeah, that I was not that, ready for that. I, I was, was I was like, yeah, they're like, yeah, we planned nice. the suitcase. That was our guy. You know everything. Like the plan didn't go to plan because he went to recall too early and they weren't like ready. But like everything else was totally set up to get him to Mars to do the thing. And like this is a cool movie, man. Like I, I am here for it. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. That was, uh, it, yeah, it, like, it's suffers in the acting, but really, other than that, I have almost no problems with it. Like, yeah. it, it's just such a fun and interesting story, and it, it doesn't rely on being about a IP superhero. Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. refreshing to see creative nonsense like this. I love it. Yeah. I also thought, like, the design of their, the future stuff was very similar to Demolition Man. Of like kind of fun, yeah. kind of unique things we haven't really seen in a while because we're our, our technology now is advanced to the point where it's harder for us to imagine crazy stuff. But right. for them, they're like, yeah, what if this thing or that thing? Um, but I, I, I was thinking too talking about Hauser. Like, I feel like the Hauser twist is kind of foreshadowed because do you remember when he's watching the video of Hauser and he pulls out the bug? You know. Hauser's just sitting on the screen, like, smiling and, like, nodding his head. I'm like, this guy's fucking weird. Like, is this Arnold yeah. just being a bad actor again? But it's also, like, you know what? Actually, Hauser was buying this whole thing, so he's, like, happy about it. Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't have too much more to say. It's funny because it's an incredibly creative and deep, meaningful yeah. movie, but, like... <laughs> It's kind of a fun time. I don't know. Yeah. No, it was a fun action movie. And I, I wanted to tell you, do not watch the remake. Because <laughs> I was like, okay, I finished this movie. I'm like, okay, so what was the remake again? So I read the plot summary. Mars isn't even in the remake. They never, Mars but, not but, even part of the plot. But, but, but <laughs> why? It's like a competing government thing. They But they never leave Earth. I'm like, the majority of this movie is on Mars. It revolves that around Mars. And like, so lame. And stuff. I know. It's, yeah. It's bad. Um, yeah, as far as like recommendations go, like I just Demolition have the Man. One. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I also wrote down what I have here. I, yeah, Robocop, just because same director and I I haven't seen it before when I've heard it seems like it'd be a similar movie. Um I wrote down Blade Runner because this movie started and it's like based on the Philip K. Dick book short story i'm like where have i heard that name before it's like oh yeah that's the same guy who wrote the book that blade runner is based on um so if you want another kind of like sci-fi story you haven't seen blade runner before that'd be a good one and then is is the sorry is the blade runner book do robots dream of electric sheep you got it yep yeah i gotta read that one yeah and then i also wrote down the fifth element which i haven't seen but from what i've heard about it seems like an also like really wacky sci-fi movie so maybe that'd be going too. I'd like to watch that on the podcast sometime if we can. Fair enough. Yeah, but uh, um, yeah, I yeah I'd, I said Demolition Man. I I think I probably even would recommend it over this one, um, because of it it really plays into the camp, and the humor is a little I don't know less awful one liney. It, it's it's more of a comedy. Yeah, the one liners are so bad in this movie, and then also the like Wesley Snipes villain in Demolition Man is just so kooky and off the walls and amazing whereas yeah the the villains in this movie are just bad guy who's mean mm-hmm. and is uh i 
Michael Ironside played whatever that guy's name is. Uh, he only ever did one facial reaction, <laughs> and it was a smile that faded into a frown. And I think he did it about six times. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's that's hard. Like, Demolition Man is definitely more fun. Yeah, but this movie is a better plot. Oh, and better, far better. Way better action and effects. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, God, I don't know. Okay, what's worse? The see at the party, Richter, or when she sh- when he shoots her insult in the head, he's like, consider that a divorce or whatever. No, I like I like that one. You like that one? I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. See I, at the see at the party, Richter felt like <laughs> a reach. <laughs> like it wasn't oh. even arm related. You want you'd like you want to be at least like have a pun on the arms, but yeah, you know. Oh, I, I also have one other little gripe. Um. When he's sneaking onto Mars, wh- why does the mask stop working? <laughs> I don't know, but the way that it, just, un- it like yeah. unfolded and then he like throws it as a bomb. I'm like, this is great. You know, what a movie. <laughs> yeah, but it's like he answers he answers a question that like, yeah, maybe you would have canned that response, but yeah. You only ever get asked two things at customs. Yeah, so how the, long are you going to be here and are you bringing in any produce? And like why that when it stopped working, he's like, let me put my hands into my mouth to like try to fix yeah. it. That was so weird. But like it was just for the payoff of like. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's just another yeah effects moment where we can show him taking the mask off. But like it just all of a sudden it didn't work anymore. Like what yeah. was the shoddy <laughs> technology you've got? Another, well, one other effect I want to call it was whenever people were like getting pulled out into like the vacuum of space, that all looked great. Like, look, there was like actual. I mean, I'm sure they were like actually like vertical, you know. But it looked like there was force like pulling them backwards, you know. Uh, yeah, I uh, actually, um, I was a little sus because I'm like, what is Mars a vacuum? Does that's a good point? Does, does it work it like that? It is. I, okay. I looked it up, so they're in the clear on that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the uh, I had a train of thought, and was, the, and was it the face exploder thing when they go out there and their eyes blow out of their head? Maybe. Well, that was great. I think the practical practical effects there were awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, that that was great until the end when Arnold and um, Molina's like heads like pretty much almost exploded and they went totally back to normal. I'm like, yeah. okay, no, no, uh, no. All of a sudden, you know. <laughs> They're just looking the other direction, so now when they look back, oh, they're fine. And they're fine, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I man, I honestly, I'd recommend this movie to anybody. I think this is a great movie that everyone should watch. It's it's a thinker, yeah, man. I think you're right. Yep. Oh, well, yeah, that is <laughs> that is our review of Total Recall. Watch this movie, people. I'm telling you, please watch this movie. It is so it is so fun. It is it is worth a watch, <laughs> um, unless of course uh, you're in Mexico where it's not on HBO Max. That is true. Uh, which I learned the hard way because I was going to download it to watch on a plane home, but they don't have it in Mexico. <laughs> That's how you add a VPN with your phone back to the U.S. so you can download it. You know, don't that. forget to use use code RedString at checkout. NordVPN. <laughs> Love it. Uh, all right, let's get to our bonus reviews. Um, Perk, give me give me two of yours, and I'll do do my one. We'll go back to you. All right, I got to pull up my list. I got a couple. What what was on the plane? That's what I want to know. What was on the plane that you're like, oh yeah, I gotta grab this, this one. Uh nothing, unfortunately. The, Damn. The plane selection was fairly limited. Uh the only one that even like slightly piqued my interest was the new Doctor Strange, which I mm. didn't actually want to watch that one, not even a little bit. Yeah, so. that's fair. 
Um, let's see. I'll I'll just go. Okay, I'll go with my two rewatches. I had two rewatches, both on the plane. Mm-hmm. First one was Fantastic Mr. Fox, mm. um, which I hadn't seen in a long time. And you kind of sparked an interest in me because you said which one you'd ask me what my favorite Wes Anderson movie was. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's been so long, but uh, love that movie. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I think Isle of Dogs outdoes it, but mm. from like a story standpoint and a perfectly fitting Wes Anderson style and clearly paved the ground for his animation, it's such a good movie. It's yeah, like iconic and that that was a movie i watched when i was actually like a youth so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh it it hit a little harder as it's kind of a kid's story but yeah i i still i still loved every moment of it yeah i really need to rewatch it is it yeah, streaming? it's on it's on something yeah okay uh disney plus i think oh really okay yeah i think isle of dogs is also so okay be, okay. be watching for another wes anderson animation oh yeah uh, and then i i rewatched the nice guys I almost um, watched that last night. I, I went and something else, but I almost watched it. <laughs> uh, I love that movie so much. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's just it's buddy cop at its best because the two main characters have incredible chemistry, mm-hmm. and it's a great mystery. And it doesn't necessarily wrap up with a bow, but it keeps you guessing the whole time. It's mm-hmm. never that ne- never telegraphed what the answer is, and so you, you're on the edge of your seat because you just really want to know and. Uh, the acting in it is great. Um, I, I had even forgotten about the like uh, Ryan Gosling's daughter, but she does a great job, yeah. which is nice because child actors kind of suck for the most part. <laughs> um, but yeah, that just love uh, love that movie. So I was glad I saw it popped up on Netflix. Give it a yeah. rewatch. Dude, I am begging Ryan Gosling to do more comedic roles, dude. I think he is so freaking funny, and he barely does it. I'm like, come on, man. Get out there. Yeah, he's uh, he's got a lot of range. Um, and I, I agree with you. It doesn't all have to be the notebook. Yeah, or drive. <laughs> or drive, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so I, like I said, I was on Netflix last night looking for something. I almost watched The Nice Guys, but instead I'm like, I'm going to watch this movie that I've been told to watch for since it came out. Which is Klaus, the animated uh, oh, Santa yeah. um, origin story uh, movie that has been highly critically acclaimed. And man, loved it, man. Yeah, it's so good. The art style is very unique and really gorgeous. Um, fantastic voice cast. You got um, Jason Schwartzman playing the main character. You have Rashida Jones in there. You have J.K. Simmons playing Santa. Um Norm Macdonald being the kind of comedic relief on the side. Uh, and it's just a great story. Like, it's, it's a very cool take on on the Santa kind of universe or, or story. Um, and the world building, I think, is very, very good. And it got me. I was, I was crying a couple points. Um, just a great, feel-good Christmas movie, which I'm not, a, I'm not a massive, like, holiday movie fan. I'm not a person that watched a lot of Christmas stuff or movies for any other holiday. Um but since I'm such a fan of animation, I wanted to check it out and was that disappointed. Highly recommend that one. I've I've also heard good things. I uh, wanted to watch it at like a Christmas party and everyone poo-pooed me. And then I come <laughs> to find out that a few of them watched it like a couple days later at a family Christmas. And they're like, yeah, it was great. And I'm like, the heck, man? <laughs> Where were you? 
Y'all gotta back me up next time. I know, I know. Yeah, definitely check it out. Cool. All right, that, well, that's all you got, right? That's all I got. I'm sorry. I'm back I'm on it. Too much. Um, all right, so I will start with. Uh, I watched a movie called The Wonder. Have you heard of it? I have heard the title, but I don't remember what it is. I'm looking at it. So up. it's a Netflix original, uh, and it is. God, it's just. It's a it's a trying tale. Uh, it oh, it just is, came out. Okay. Yes, it just recently, I think. Um, and it stars Florence Pugh as a nurse in the 1860s, and mm-hmm. she is called over to Ireland from England uh, to perform a, a watch or a study on this little girl who um, hasn't eaten in four months mm. and claims to be sustaining on manna from God. Mm. Uh, and it it revolves around Florence Pugh and her relationship with the family and her relationship with the girl and how the town sees this little girl and uh, some of the religious zealots and what mm. they want to be true and some of the science zealots and what they mm. want to be true. Mm. Uh, and it, it gets really, really dark mm. <laughs> because of course. Yeah. Um, but it did, I mean, it's, it's pretty fantastic. It's a great, uh, acting, um, displace from, yeah, showcase. Thank you. Mm-hmm. From Florence Pugh, who, uh, Kind of kills it in everything. Yeah, she's a um, And the the story is an incredibly slow burn, but you want to know, you know, yeah. like you, the whole time through, you're like, "What's going on?" And yeah. and they yeah. they give you some lead into that, and then after after you're given kind of some crumbs, the story kind of heads a different way, and now you really want to know how mm. that's going to turn out. So. I, I was never bored, except maybe the first act drags a little too long. Okay, um, but I think it's under two hours. I would so. say it's a uh, buck forty-eight, so not too bad. Yeah, it's it's even if it's long, like it's not three hours and long. You yeah. know, like yeah. it's it's long but under two. So, um, don't recall off the top of my mind who's the director, but the direction's great. Sebastian Cinematography is really cool. Sebastian Lilio? That's right. Not familiar. And, uh, yeah, I, w- I would probably not recommend people watch it unless you're, like, in the mood to be mm-hmm. kind of sad and watch a long, beautiful movie, but uh, I don't yeah. know. I'd say if it gets awards talk, give it a watch. Uh, if if it doesn't, I would not put this at the top of your list just because it's it's trying subject material. Uh, and it's it's a little slow, but okay, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Thanks for watching that. Yeah, because I feel like I, yeah, maybe saw the card on Netflix. I was like, ah, oh, whatever that is, Florence Pugh, and then just like kept moving. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's cool and interesting. It's like a. It's based on a book, but it's a story I didn't know. So, hmm. um, and then yeah, the I got the one other. I watched the first three episodes of Andor. Who 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 who? Yeah, and I know you've been beating that drum. Yeah. Uh, pretty much everyone has. So mm-hmm. I figured I'd give it a shot. Um, and I, I think I, I watched the first three and it kind of felt like it came to a bit of a closure on an arc maybe. So yeah. So the show is kind of arc based, like the first three are an arc, next three are an arc, next four are an arc, and then the last two are an arc. So 
Gotcha. And it helps watch it in chunks. And I, I think what's funny, interesting about the first three episodes is that the first three are the, people, the ones that people are most low on. They're like, yeah, like they'll maybe watch the first three and be like, yeah, I'm not really into it. But it, it just climbs from there. And then the last two episodes tie back into the first three. And you're like, oh, that's why the first three were, were like this. That okay. Kind of thing. Um, um, yeah. So my, my comments on just having seen the first three, uh, I think it's very good. I think mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I think it really shines on how distant it is from the IP. Yeah. Because uh, at this point in Star Wars, uh, like I, it feels like a lot of the stuff that they kind of are throwing out there revolve around almost cameos. You know, yeah. like yeah. the the moment everyone talks about from Rogue One is when Darth Vader shows up. Yeah. So like it. I, I like that it's far enough removed, and it just feels like it's about characters. Um, mm-hmm. Characters I really like. I think they're pretty well set up. Uh, I think Diego Luna is good. I think uh, the actress who plays Bix is really good. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, the actress who plays, I think, Marva, mm-hmm. also good. Yep. Um, and Got then... Skarsgård in there. <clears throat> yeah, Stellan Skarsgård is just a god so mm-hmm. it's fine um and i i think it's the first three episodes at least are slow mm-hmm. they are slow yeah but i i like the story i like the through lines and the and the character interactions and it, it feels like there's a lot of scope even though it's just about like at this point it's just about this little town right right so yeah i'll, I'll definitely i'll be watching more um and I yeah I'll try not to fall off this one. I fell off the Mandalorian. I didn't even finish the first season um, yeah. for not really any good reason. But mm-hmm. may, maybe that's a indicative that it didn't really hook me as much yeah. as I mean I I do really want to watch the next couple episodes. So yeah yeah I I, I think it. honestly if you watch one more you won't be able to stop watching after that. Like the the, the things that happen in this show <laughs> from this point on it's like oh my god like next episode next episode. Uh, awesome yeah. What do you think of uh, a podcast I listen to called him Nerd Cop, the guy who was coming in trying to get cast? Oh out. yeah, just like super <laughs> fascist man who's yeah. fascist. Like, yeah. oh, well, he sure fits the bill. Yeah, uh, he's incredibly <laughs> detestable. Has an mm-hmm. uh, absurdly punchable face. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought he was good. Uh, if I mean, like his character is ultra one dimensional, so yeah, I, yeah not I, much for him to do. But I really liked in that episode three where he. Like, comes in with such much fervor and, like, I want to do the right thing. But when it actually comes to being in the shit, he's got no experience. Like, he has no yeah. idea what the hell he's doing. And he's got, like, his crony who, you know, looks up to him and actually knows kind of how to do things. Um, but, yeah, he's kind of an interesting case study. But And then I suppose yeah. my, my other comment would be I was uh, not super crazy about the, the Canary scenes. Mm, sure, yeah. I, I think there were maybe a few too many. Um, or, I mean, maybe if just, uh, I, I, I'm sure it's a real language cause Star Wars, Star Wars, they always do that shit, but, um, I don't know, throw, throw some subtitles, give, give a little I actually context. like, I like they didn't have subtitles. I feel like you well, can kind of tell what was going on without you it. You can, know? you can, but I, the lack of substance kind of bored me a little bit. Sure. I, yeah, I, I agree. I think maybe it was went on a little bit too long, but I do think the final climax slash payoff of it was worth it. Of the mirroring of the old Cassian and the mod, like new modern yes. Cassian um, yes. at the end there was, was really nice, but yeah, I think I, I agree. agree. I think at the time, like 
get back to the the present day. Like I get it, he was on this planet and right. happened. But yeah, yeah, because I mean they they probably have like six or seven scenes on Canary, and all they have to do is set up uh, his sister and set up the him. Oh, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, set set up where his story goes next and. Yeah. Maybe they could have done that in five cutaways yeah. instead of seven, or I, I don't know. It's I'm being a little nitpicky. Yeah, but. I, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited for you to, to keep going with it, and we can talk about it more as, as you work your way through it. All right. Well, that is our show for this week. Next week, we're doing something unprecedented on the podcast. Double feature. Double feature. Because this man over here has never seen any Terminator movie. So this we're, is true. We're following our man, Arnold, and we're going to watch Terminator 1 and 2 for next week. And uh, very excited. What I'm not excited about is that Terminator 1 is only on freaking Showtime for the elites <laughs> out there. Uh, so Terminator 1 is on Showtime, or you can rent it. And then Terminator 2 is on HBO Max again. Um, so apparently that's where some of Arnold's stuff lived. But uh, yeah, next week, double feature, Terminator 1 aka the terminator and terminator 2 uh judgment day uh on showtime for the first one hbo max for the second one um but yeah until next time thanks for watching bye bye bye